Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, a recovering CPA and edutainer. And I'm Brad Miller, lawyer and coach, and we are walking a spiritual path. Many professionals are searching for something greater than themselves. Through this podcast, we are exploring what it means to be a spiritual professional in an analytical, evidence-based world. So whether you're into yoga, meditation, crystals, or are merely curious about what else is out there, join us as we discuss our journeys and break the stigma around professionals who woo and the myths around what it means to be spiritual. I'm Jason Mefford, and I'm here with Brad Miller, and today we're going to be discussing your relationship with yourself. So relationships, 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 right? We're going to talk probably a lot about relationships, but I think one of the most important ones is the one that you have with your, with yourself, right, Brad? So, yep. um, you know, when you were thinking about this, what were, what were some of the kind of topics or points that kind of came to your mind to kind of kick us off talking about this? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of way, things I think we could probably go with this, but one um, one thing that, so with my daughter, she's seven years old and she oftentimes kind of gets down on herself. She gets kind of hard on herself when she makes a mistake, um, you know, when she um, forgets to do something, you know, she'll get upset about, about it. Um, you know, we tell her, you know, go get dressed and we walk out the door and five minutes later we come back and she still is not dressed. And, you know, and she kind of gets a little bit hard. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. And she gets all, you know, flustered and kind of hard on herself about things or, um, you know, just kind of, you know, just little mistakes, you know, simple things like that. It doesn't have to be anything big. Um, but she gets really hard on herself when she makes these mistakes, when she does something or forgets to do something. And she starts to talk to, kind of down to herself a little bit. Sometimes we'll see her kind of, you know, hitting herself in the head. Um, oh. You know, sometimes she will, um, you know, just kind of mention, you know, kind of being, you know, kind of stupid or um, kind of upset at herself for, for what she's done. And we try to um, stress the importance of the fact that it's, you know, you get, first of all, be kind to yourself. Like, you know, don't hit yourself, you know, don't be saying these mean things to yourself. Um, but that besides obviously something we're working with her, I think applies to many people because most, a lot of times, if you really look at the things that you say in a day, like if you recorded yourself throughout the day, the things that you said, and particularly you focus on the things that you said to yourself, whether out loud, or even if it's just the thoughts in your head, you know, about yourself, I think we'd be surprised at just how many of those things are actually negative thoughts about ourselves. Oh, I should have done that. I'm so stupid. I'm so lazy. Uh, why did I do that? You know, I should have known better. You know, all these things that are kind of putting ourselves down. And that I think a lot of times is how we talk to ourselves um, as opposed to kind of lifting ourselves up, um, you know, and kind of the things, you know, that, so that was kind of one of the, one of the, the areas that kind of came to mind was this when we talk about kind of your relationship with yourself and how you treat yourself mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to the things you say. Well, which I think is important, right? Because I, I think a lot of times when we use the word relationship, we always think about other people, mm -hmm. but probably the most important relationship, like you said, is with ourself, right? And I think it's, 
you know, you were sitting there kind of explaining that I could see your daughter kind of doing those things, right? And again, mm -hmm. as, you know, grown ass adults, we might be sitting there going, oh, you know, that's how little kids do it, but we don't do it that way, right? But like you said, I mean, even to the point of, you know, hitting herself on the head, uh, saying some different things, I think, you know, for everybody listening, if, if like Brad suggested, you just start, just start listening today, right? Take, be aware of the things that you're actually saying to yourself. And I think you might be surprised because I know I am, right? And this is one of those areas that I, uh, you know, have been placing more awareness on and have been working on um, because I, th I think it's, it's pretty easy for us. We get conditioned, right? We get conditioned into um, being that way. I mean, a little baby, <laughs> you know, I mean, again, let's think about like a little baby before they get indoctrinated. They're not sitting there hitting themselves on the head and saying, oh, I'm an ugly baby. <laughs> right. But as we grow up, there are are things that are said to us that we start kind of mimicking. Right. And, and I remember I was watching. I think it was called The Sun or something like that. Anyway, it was a, I think, a newer movie that just came out, had Hugh Jackman in it. And anyway, it was about him and, and this teenage son. And what's always interesting, and I've seen myself doing this as a father. I mean, my kids are grown and gone, right? But at least from what I remember, there's always those times when it's like, Oh my gosh, what I just said sounded just like my father. Right? <laughs> yep. And so, you know, I think I think everybody can relate to that whether you're a mom or a dad or whatever, right? Is that mm -hmm. things start to come out of our mouth that are the same kinds of things that came out of our parents' mouths as well. And so the reason I I mentioned this movie was, you know, there was a part in there again where the Hugh Jackman character was trying to be a, a better father, at least better in, in terms of what he felt his father was to him. But he was having some issues. He was frustrated. He was he was a little scared about some of the behaviors of his son. And so there were a few scenes in the movie where he really kind of lit into him. Right. And he said some things that were kind of mean uh and you know there was that reflection afterwards like oh my gosh i i hate myself kind of a thing for mm -hmm. for for being like my father right um and, and so i i i i think that's interesting right because when we do things like that we start to judge ourselves instead of having grace for ourselves right and the minute that we start judging, we're, we're typically kind of putting down. And a lot of these things, again, it's the conditioning. It's not necessarily your fault. It's what you've been taught to do. And obviously we should probably change, <laughs> right? Some of those things, but you know, the first time you tried to tie your shoes, you probably didn't do it right. And anytime that we're trying to learn something new, often there's there's kind of this 
this period of time, right, as we're learning um, to do it. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, it takes it takes time to to do pick up something like that, shoe mm -hmm. tying or whatever, and yeah, it takes a little bit of time to start anything new or to stop doing something that you've been used to doing, right? And, and um, you know, I know one of the things that really kind of hit me was uh, one of the coaching calls or groups I was in, I, I don't even remember which one because everything just kind of rolls together because I'm getting old and I'm losing my mind. <laughs> You're just too right? busy, Jason. That's I, the problem. Just, too much stuff. Uh, anyway, but, um, but I remember, you know, I think kind of a way to uh, kind of look at it is, you know, start to become aware of what you're saying to yourself. And would you say those same things to the child that you love or someone else that you love, right? And if the answer is no, there's no way in hell I would actually say that to another human being, then why are you saying it to yourself? And those are probably some things that you need to um, switch, switch yeah. up, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if like I said, if if you recorded yourself throughout the day, you know, both the things you say actually comes out of your mouth and it's your thoughts. Um, I mean, a lot, I think a lot of the stuff that we say, just specifically referring to ourselves, we would never say to a, you know a kid or a family member or half the time even a stranger. You wouldn't go up to someone and say, you know what, you're so stupid, you're ugly. Like we would never do that. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't. Maybe Jason would, but I mean, I would never go up to somebody and, and you know, just a random stranger on the street and say these things. But yet we okay. Have no and just problems. to set the record straight, I would not do that to a random stranger. <laughs> but but we we have no problem saying this to ourselves. Like we get out there and we tell how you know, how stupid we are and we, all these judgments we have about ourselves and we put ourselves down, um, you know, and, and as I tell my daughter, you know, you need to make sure that you are loving yourself, that you are your own, your best supporter, because if you don't, um, if you don't have your back, if you don't show kindness and love and compassion to yourself, who else is going to do it? Now, obviously, you know, my, you know, her mother and myself, you know, are there and family members, but at the end of the day, it really comes down to if you don't look out for yourself and you don't show this love to yourself, how do you expect, you know, where are you going to get it from? How do you expect someone else to, to be able to do that? Mm -hmm. No. And I know, and it, you know, what's kind of popping to me too is, you know, some of the people that might be listening now, they could be sitting there with this question in their head, right? Like guys, this is walking a spiritual path. Why are you talking about, relationships with yourself right so so let's let's talk about that maybe right i mean brad why are why are why are we talking about this topic and how does it relate to spirituality everything is spiritual there you go everything is spiritual mm -hmm. well and i think too as as you were talking um you know and you use some words like love and kindness and compassion right is that you know again part of walking the spiritual path is trying to to do things with love to raise your frequency to send out more love and light into the world right and so if you're going around all day long 
shitting on yourself, <laughs> calling yourself names, making yourself feel less than, what kind of an emotional or spiritual state do you think you would be in, right? Not a very good place if you're hating on yourself. Because chances are, if you're hating on yourself, some of that hate is going to come out to someone else. And even if it doesn't come out to someone else, you're still, if you're hating on yourself, you are resonating hate out into the universe, whether it's aimed at yourself or whether it's aimed at someone else, right? And so, you know, again, sometimes it's, it's hard to be loving and kind and compassionate, right? When we're, when we're scared, when we're angry about something, right? But one of the greatest ways to practice being able to do that for other people or exhibit those things for other people is actually practicing on doing it yourself as well, right? Because you're always with yourself, <laughs> at least, I'm, I'm always with myself. I'm not always with Brad, right? Unless we're talking like this, but I am always with myself. Yeah. Wait. No, exactly. I mean, if it's, it sets the, the tone for, like I said, your vibration. And if you are emanating this negativity, not only is it making that much difficult, more difficult for you to be loving and kind and compassionate to others, but it's actually attracting that negative, similar uh, emotions to you. So it's actually making it worse. It's multiplying what you're experiencing then. Um, and because now you're this emotions, negatives, this fears, this whatever it is that you're saying about yourself, all the judgments now, all that kind of stuff comes into. And now you're seeing other issues in your life where you maybe have made a mistake or something you didn't do quite right. And it's just a big rabbit hole that you go down to. And it makes it really tough now when you're so focused on those things to then look at the other things we've talked about the first, I don't know how many, you know, dozen, dozen and a half episodes or whatnot. Um, you know, compassion, love, you know, the silence, listening for signs and the messages coming to you it makes it so much more difficult to do those things when you're putting yourself down and you're really festering in that morass of negativity uh, around yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, and we've talked a little bit too about, you know, like your higher self and your body or your tonal, you know, as well. And even from a, you know, kind of basic standpoint, I mean, if, if we're hating on our body we're kind of hating on our higher self as well right and and you know again i mean if if you one of the things for us to do in this life right is to remember who we are and and regain our power that we have lost to other people right so again you know, like you said, you've learned things when I would say some things that I would rather not say that sounded like things my parents would say. I have learned or been indoctrinated and by doing those same things that are not in my higher good, I have given my power to my parents. 
And so the only way to change that is to take it back, right? So how do you take it back? You stop doing it, right? You stop doing it. You stop reacting the way you've been taught and you react the way your higher self would react, right? And this is where, again, from when you think about you know, again, whatever term you use, God, universe, whatever else, can you imagine that being, that power, that whatever you want to call it, however you want to describe it, can you imagine that loving being saying some of those things to you? They wouldn't, right? It would be like, I mean, again, for everybody who has a kid, right? Let's let's just let's just pretend here, right? Okay. So Brad, Brad and I are together. We're over at Brad's house, and his daughter is there. If I go up to Brad's daughter and I start yelling at her, and I start telling her that she's ugly and she's stupid and she's not worth anything. Brad, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to watch as my wife punches you in the face. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm probably going to get punched. Something's going to happen. Right. Because there's no way that Brad would allow that to happen or would want that to happen. Right. And why would why would your wife want to hit me in the face? Because she loves your daughter. And she doesn't want somebody to abuse somebody that she loves. Mm -hmm. And it's the same way with the universe, folks, right? When we're doing these things to ourselves, we're hurting ourselves, but we're also hurting the higher good as well, because it's just like that example of you know some random stranger going up and starting to belittle brad's daughter right and so instead of being that person now instead brad let's say i was over at your house same thing but instead you know i give your daughter a hug i tell her how wonderful she is you know she makes a mistake and i'm like you know what i remember i used to make those mistakes too and it's all right it's okay you're learning everything is fine right you've got so much potential you know if i'm doing those kinds of things instead right would your wife still punch me in the face <laughs> i mean it depends what else you do and what you say um <laughs> who <laughs> she's in for the day it's hard you know yeah Variable. right so so there's a difference you can see the difference right and so as we as we start loving on ourselves more the universe loves more on you and, that, and that's how it works right you put it out it comes back whether you put out something negative something negative comes back if you put out something positive something positive comes back right and it's and it's hard for us to regain that power and to really break free from a lot of the indoctrinations that we've been given if we feel like we're a piece of shit 
Because if we feel like a piece of shit, then we don't feel like that we are worthy of anything. Mm -hmm. And that's a hard place to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of people that are in that place too, mm -hmm. that have that feeling of the lack of self-worth. Um, you know, you know, and, and, you know, kind of the idea of, of loving yourself, you know, I think another reason why it's so really important that you are able to love yourself, that you're able to show your compassion and caring for yourself um, is because, you know, I don't think you can really love others until you can first love yourself. You may be able, you may think that you're loving someone else. You know, you may think that what you're doing is love and, and maybe it's a, a, some sort of form of love, but it's not kind of, you know, um, what's what I'm looking for. It's not um, complete, um, perfect. Um, I can't think of what I'm looking for here. Um, well, because I was going to say, you know, I, I think that concept of love is also mistaught in the world. And so I think a lot of times what we think of love is not actually love, right? Because love is unconditional. That's the word, unconditional. That's the, right? that's the word. So it, it means, again, it doesn't matter what happens right if you if you if you tell your daughter to get ready and you go in five minutes later and she's still not ready do you still love her absolutely right, right? Mm -hmm. if she yells at you because she's frustrated do you still love her of course you do right but most of us put conditions on love mm-hmm and any time that we put conditions on love, it is no longer love. But if you think about the relationships that you have with other people, if you think about the relationships that you have with yourself, I will bet you're putting conditions on it. Mm -hmm. Right? Because I know I find myself falling into that trap all the time. That's why we're often hard on ourselves because we're like, oh, Jason, I can't really love you because you made that mistake. And I can't believe that you made that mistake. And oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I can't stand to be around you, right? If that's the line of thinking that I'm going down, I'm conditioning that love to only give myself love when I'm doing everything that I expect myself to do and that's an impossible task anyway <laughs> right lower expectations jason lower lower expectations lower expectations right um but it's an impossible place to be in because people will never be able to meet all of your expectations and if you put conditions on people they understand it they realize it they withdraw if you put those same things on yourself it's the same thing, right? And so again, you have to kind of think about the devil and the angel on our two different shoulders, right? That all the time, again, our higher self and our lower self or our body or tonal are kind of constantly going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, right? And what's funny is that tonal actually tricks herself into putting the tonal down when the higher self never would. Because the higher self loves us. 
-hmm. It knows who we are. It remembers who we are. And it doesn't place any of those conditions that we place on ourselves. You know, a good I think a good example of of this idea of unconditional love is a baby and its mother. Like to me, that's a very a good example of you know the, the baby loves the mother regardless. You know, the mother loves this baby, no matter how many fingers and toes you can have, seven fingers and eighteen toes, like whatever. Like it's <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like this is this this pure this pure love, and that's that's ultimately what we're trying to get to both with others, but, and again, I think it's more, more importantly yet with ourselves, like that's mm -hmm. how we want to feel ourselves that no matter what we do, how many screw ups we have, how many mistakes we make, um, you know, the things that we do that we, you know, we, we think we shouldn't do or whatever, we still love ourselves a hundred percent condition unconditionally. Yeah. Well, I think, like you said, it's true. And you can see that with like, especially mothers, I think fathers, Sometimes we're a little harder nosed, but a mother's love for a child is usually pretty unconditional, right? Mm -hmm. And I think another another great example too for the people that don't have kids or people that have dogs. Dogs are another another great example of it, right? I could be mean and nasty to a dog. I could hit it, I could do all kinds of things. I leave the house and when I come back. That dog is waiting for me with its tail wagging, loving on me, right? Regardless of what had happened before, because the dog can let it go. The dog lets it go. The dog lives in the present moment. The dog doesn't carry forward all of those grudges or other things that were there before, right? So can we do that in our relationships with other people? Can we do that in the relationships with ourself as well, right? Can you start every day new and not bring the baggage from the day before? Because every day you start new, right? It doesn't matter what happened in the past. It doesn't matter if you screwed up yesterday. All that matters is what you're doing now and what your intention is and what you're planning to do going forward. Right. But I think, you know, a lot of the reasons why so many people are in that self-loathing, self-hating is because we continue to carry forward those things over and over and over and over and over and over again. Right. And it is just like, um, milk, spilling milk, right? It's like, how long are you going to cry over spilled milk? And this is a silly example, but it's not a silly example, right? Let's say that on Monday, I spilled some milk. Well, how long is it going to take for me to get over it? If I can get over it right away, like, eh, it's just spilled milk, no problem. I just clean it up and I move on and I don't think about it anymore. The problem is most of us spill the milk and we leave it on the floor and we look at it every fucking day. And we're like, oh my gosh, I was such an idiot on Monday because I spilled the milk. 
And then Tuesday, we look at the spilled milk on the floor. Maybe it's starting to get a little congealed and looking nasty or starting to dry out. Definitely smell, yeah. Maybe start smelling too. And we're like, oh, I was such an idiot on Monday. I can't believe that I spilled that milk. Wah, 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 and I'm crying about it. And Wednesday comes along and we go into the kitchen again and there's that spilled milk again. And I start crying over the spilled milk and I start beating myself up again for how could I be so stupid to spill the milk? Right now, it seems like a ludicrous example. And you're like, I would never do that. I would just clean up the milk because I wouldn't want it to be stinky on my floor. Well, (laughs) yeah, clean it up. Move on. Don't love yourself any less because you spilled the milk. Don't love yourself any less because you got angry and raised your voice. Learn from it, do it different in the future, but don't carry that forward with you. Um, because that's, that's a big part of, I mean, when you think about relationship with others, I think it's easy to, to think about this. There's some people that I know that just carry a grudge. They just carry a grudge. They will, they will latch onto something that happened years ago and they won't let the other person forget it. That's a horrible place to live from. It damages your spirituality as well, right? I mean, there's that old saying, you know, forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for yourself. And the quicker that we can forgive and forget, the more we can move on. Now, we understand that in relationships with other people, but can we also apply that to our relationships with ourselves? Now, for the lawyers in the room who are still listening, if there's maybe two or three of us. (coughs) So I like to think of this as the idea of there being a judge in your head. Okay. And every time that you do something, this little judge comes and says, "Mm, you shouldn't have done that. You spilled that milk, right? Now, in you know the real 3D life out there, you know, I guess for us for us lawyers out there, um, you you do something, you've got a, a defendant, a client that does something, the judge renders judgment, you know, maybe some sort of a punishment. All right, and we move on, right? You know, you get one done, it happens once, and then uh, we don't kind of relitigate it over and over again. You know, there's a, there's the the concept in the law called double jeopardy, that basically you can only be tried once for for a crime. But yet in our heads, when it comes to things, we try ourselves over and over and over again, and we punish ourselves over and over again, you know, bringing this back up every day. Monday, we get ourselves down about the milk. Tuesday, we get in ourselves, we spilled that milk. Wednesday, we start beating ourselves up because of that milk that we spilled back on Monday. And we keep on going over and beating ourselves with it every day. And I think if you look at it that way, you can kind of see how you know, kind of crazy it is that we let ourselves go like that when anytime else, you know, we, we just kind of say, all right, sure. It was bad. To, you know, I spilled it. Gotta be more careful. Let's move on. Um, but, but instead we just keep on going over it and beating ourselves over and over again. Uh, and it wears you down. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think one of the, one of the goals of this spiritual path is to be able to quiet, to be able to, 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 maybe control that judge inside your head 
And ultimately, we want to get rid of the judge completely. We want to have no judgment about the things that we do. We spill the milk. Oh, well, you know, pick it up and move on. Um, but I think a good first step is trying to limit how much you allow yourself, you know, to get down on these things. All right. I spilled the milk. That was my bad. I'm clumsy. All right. And then, like you said, you move on. You know, you don't hang on it. You don't let it get down on you. You just move on. Eventually, you get to the point where I think you don't get yourself at all. You know, you don't judge at all. And I I am by no means there. <laughs> um, you know, that that's that's kind of one of these goals down the road. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's well, it's just it's just an everyday doing better. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you just try you just do your best every day that you can do and not beat yourself up and have this double, triple, quadruple judgment over it you know, over and over mm-hmm. again. And I, and I think what you just said there too is, is important because, you know, uh, we're not saying don't ever feel the emotions, don't ever get angry, don't ever have any of these things happen, but don't let it suck you in. Don't let it make you go down the sink drain, right? Instead, you know, if you can, if you can think of a different one of the, one of my mentors uh, that I had at one point talked about, he called it the five minute wallow right so so he had this thing with some of his friends where it's like you know sometimes there'll be times when we just feel like bitching and moaning about something because it wasn't fair and oh i feel this way or whatever right and so he had this deal with his friends to where anytime one of their friends would start to kind of complain or do any of the things like this the other people would say okay brad you got five minutes wallow cry, hit the wall, be angry, scream, shout, whatever you want to do for the next five minutes. And then you got to shut up (laughs) and it's over Mm -hmm. and you never talk about it, think about it again. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's, that's a practice that people can kind of start implementing, you know, whatever, whatever you need to do. I know sometimes people, cry into a pillow or scream into a pillow, right? Well, screaming into a pillow is better than screaming at another person. Mm-hmm. And it still allows you to help kind of process and release the emotion, right? Because again, a lot of times what's holding us back spiritually from having that calm mind, from connecting with the universe, from being able to love others unconditionally is all the noise that's going on in our head. And until we have released some of these things, you can't have that peace, right? It's just like the person who decides to hold a grudge and God damn it, Brad, you know, five years ago, you looked at me funny and it made me feel awkward and I was embarrassed. And so for the next five years, let's say, every time I see Brad, I relive that feeling of embarrassment. That's a hard place to be. It's hard enough to feel the embarrassment one time. Why would you want to feel it every time I see Brad? That doesn't make any sense, right? When you think about it even logically, how much better would it be if I could just let it go, if I could just let it go, 
learn from it, you know, because, because that's the other thing is that, you know, we're going to talk about this probably in the next episode that we record. So hang around, right? But a lot of times when those things happen, they are learnings for us. And how much different could it be for me to come from a place of saying, gosh, I'm actually pretty grateful that Brad embarrassed me. Because because I got embarrassed, I had the opportunity to process that emotion and to let it go. So Brad, I love you, man. Thank you for embarrassing me. Because welcome you... anytime. <laughs> I was like, all right, what are you, what's he going to say now, right? But, you know, how much better, instead of holding a grudge, how much better would it be if you could feel gratitude, process it, let it go, and move on? much better place a much better place a much calmer place a much more peaceful place and don't you think if you're calmer and more at peace that you're going to be able to connect better with other people and with the universe probably and isn't that the whole goal ain't that the whole goal folks right so, you know, again, I mean, even as, as we were talking about before, you know, some of you might have been sitting here going, why are, you know, you all are talking about relationships with yourself. Why are you talking about that? And what does that have to do with spirituality? Well, that's a lot to do with it, right? <laughs> and again, these things just pop into my head, right? But when we talk about relationships with ourselves, I think of, I think it was, uh, which movie was it? It was an Eddie Murphy movie. And I can't remember which one it was, but he was playing all of the parts around the table. It was Dr. Doolittle or what it was. Anyway, where where they're all sitting there and the grandma in the room, they start talking about relations, relations or relations and relationships. And the grandmother goes, oh, relations. I have relations with myself all the time. Oh, relations with myself are very good. <laughs> <laughs> and with that uh... right at bat but again right now we're all laughing or hopefully you're laughing too right that changes your emotional state it changes where you're at that's a good thing it's a good thing yeah <laughs> oh relations with myself <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what to say at that point. I'm going to have to. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. Brad's like, all right, we're done. We're done. Yeah. He's got the, the hook and hook up, bring out the cane and hook. And here we go. <sighs> it's always good to laugh. It's always good to laugh. Definitely is good for the soul. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's good for yourself. Right. So, you know, again, I've I've one of the things that I've started to try to do is just laugh things off, mm-hmm. just laugh them off. Right. When thing when things are hard, you can choose to cry or you can choose to laugh. And which one do you think is going to 
lead to your higher good? It's probably laughing, right? And so again, it's not laughing at, it's laughing with, but you know, I've started to try to do that of saying things like, well, isn't that interesting? Or, you know, other things where I, when I would have been hard on myself or not pleased with the situation that I happen to be in, to laugh about it or to be curious about it or to do something different just so that I don't end up going down that rabbit hole, down the sink drain. And it makes a difference. It makes a difference if we can we can make a little light of it. And again, making light of it or laughing doesn't take away the seriousness of it. Uh, because I'll tell you, you know, a lot of times when people are going down a spiritual path, they think they have to be very somber and very serious. And I will tell you, some of the most spiritual, holy people that I know are the most hilarious people I know. And so it's there, there's a reason for that, right? Because by, by being that way, they're able to be happy, be happy, be at peace, have that joy, right? And so a lot of times it is, whether it's laughing about an Eddie Murphy movie or laughing at, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. How funny is that? Whatever it happens to be, right, is... Uh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Laughter raises your vibrations. Mm -hmm. It does in many different ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll talk about that on a future episode too. <laughs> the medicine of laughter. Uh, and, Watch and, out for that episode. And there is, there is medicine with laughter. There is. Cool. All right. Well, that's all I got. I don't know if you have anything else you want to add on here. We'll, <sighs> wrap this tie with a bow and kick it off down the turnpike and down the turnpike down out into the uh, interwebs of everything so people can actually view it but mm -hmm. but yeah so relationship with yourself do whatever you can to love yourself more uh, we'll probably talk more what we even in this episode we gave you a lot of different things that you can start to do start to place awareness on uh, and I'm sure we'll be talking about this again, because this is one of the most important uh, things that you can do for yourself and that you can do for everything, everyone, for the universe as well. Um, because it's hard to love others if we can't love ourselves. Yep, exactly. All right. Well, we love all of you for listening to us. We love all of you for sharing this podcast episode with those around you um, because that shows how much you love them uh, by spreading this. Because again, if you found something in here, you found valuable, I'm sure that the others around will find something as well. It could be the same thing you found. It could be something completely different that kind of struck them, um, but that there's value. And by sharing it and allowing them to find that, that, that's a great way to show your love, your unconditional love for them. So. With that, thank you all for listening. Uh, we appreciate it, and we will catch you guys on the next episode. All right. See you, everybody.